Founded in 1952, the Finnish long drink was designed to solve a problem. How to serve delicious drinks to thousands of visitors for the 1952 Winter Olympics. Now this legendary taste has finally been brought to America by the next generation of Finns who want the world to experience the refreshing and unique Finnish long drink. It is the unquestioned drink of the year, selling out wherever it goes. To find out where you can get yours before it's gone, visit thelongdrink.com. That's thelongdrink.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Riley's Fantasy Sports with your quarter season check-in. We have a very special guest for you tonight. We have in studio for the first time ever, Kevin the Machete Kiawa. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing fantastic, Matt. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Happy to have you. And with us, as always, our guest, our host with the most, Peyton. How are you doing, Peyton? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here again, always. Good to hear, bud. And I'm your host, Matt. We'll get right into it going with our week five wrap-up of last week's game. Starting off with the Thursday night game between the... Who do we have? The Bucks Eagles. Ooh, bit of a snooze. Twenty twenty two ball game. Absolutely. You know, final score line, six point game was not like that. Eagles coming back in garbage time. Fantasy owners, you guys already know this. The Eagles do not run the ball at all. They they are allergic to running running backs. Uh Buccaneers definitely looking like a team to beat this year, having strong contention for the playoffs. Big Big night out of Leonard Fournette. He had his breakout game. I think in Riley's league, he had above 25 points, fantasy points scored. A uh, best game of the week, or best game of the year so far for him. Uh, we think that he's going to trend trend up. Kevin, what was your impressions of those games? Um, well, with that, we're talking about Bucks. Yeah, right? the... So I was a little indifferent about the outcome because I thought it would be a really one-sided type of game, given uh-huh. that... Because we know the Eagles can't really run the ball mm-hmm. because, uh, as we know, they don't have hands. Uh. And so... <laughs> no, they have I, wings, yeah. Exactly. And so I always thought that would be an obvious minus. <laughs> and the Buccaneers have, I mean, just having thumbs, you already have a crazy advantage. And they have guns. It just <laughs> makes so it so much I, easier. I just didn't know what to think. I didn't. I felt like it was closer than it should have been. I really thought this should have been done in a couple of seconds. <laughs> Ended up going for four quarters. Could not believe it, but... Overall, I'll say uh, I'm content with the results. However, there's always going to be some questions I'll have. There you go. Not much to add to that. Moving on to our Sunday game, we have another London morning game. This week's matchup between the Dolphins and Jaguars. Big news out of that, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, their first win of the season. Still have yet to win in USA, but they get the job done in London with that 9 a.m. Eastern slot beating the Dolphins with a game-winning field goal mm-hmm. to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Now, big question to you, Peyton. Do you think the Jaguars win two more games this season? Uh, two more games might be stretching it. I think they'll get one more, hopefully. Um, then again, they, all, they only got their first one by a little field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny because on my... My team right now in school, we've kind of been running into the same type of situations where, like, each game comes down to, like, the last play type stuff. Mm-hmm. And in reality, I bet if we go back and look at these games, Jacksonville 
is more so beating themselves or the Dolphins are more so beating themselves. And I feel like once that comes out or gets finalized, Jacksonville will be able to put themselves in a position to really determine if they're going to win two more games or not. Me, personally, I think they could do it, but two, I just don't really know about. That's all. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Kevin? I mean, hey, beating yourself, that's something I'm far too familiar with, if we're being honest. Um, so with that, I'd say post the shame afterwards. I think the next time they go through it, they'll have a much better mindset. The only thing for sure is after that beating yourself, there is clarity. That is a fact. So I, I have faith in them uh, for the next time. No, no. I have no arguments here. Uh, we The Jaguars eat the Dolphins in London, mm-hmm. and that's the morning game that no one watches because it started at 6.30 a.m. on Sunday. That is just way, way too early to watch football. I love football as much as the next guy. That is just a little bit. Moving on to our first Sunday overtime game. Vikings outlasting the Panthers 34-28. And a little bit of a return party for Dalvin Cook. Those of you that were a little bit on the fence with his uh, ankle injury, hoping that he'd have a big game. Boy, did he deliver mm-hmm. in the back half of that. Putting the team on his back, rushing for over a buck, having a score. Just great, great win for the Vikings. Um, I think uh, this might be a calling card for the Panthers. They uh, were looking real scary to start the season out, started out strong, and they've dropped one to a very beatable Vikings team. Um, you know, if you're having questions, if they're a playoff contention team, I know a lot of people were looking at Robbie Anderson as a sneaky sort of wide receiver flex option. He just has not been delivering this year. Exactly. It's been a a disappointing week for the Panthers and especially with their Christian McCaffrey injury still, still sidelined. Um, it's a tough season ahead for the Panthers. Uh, Chargers Ravens, wow, that was a shellacking. Thirty-four six, the the white hot superchargers from Los Angeles now just got blanketed by that rate Ravens D, unable to move. Uh, Williams limited to I think he only had four to six points last week. Justin Herbert looking like a shell, looking like Herbie partially loaded, um, whereas uh, Ravens and Lamar Lamar Jackson uh, just taking care of business. Yeah, you get Lamar Jackson, you have Freeman, Murray, and Bell. Exactly. That offense, like... It's a 2016 <laughs> who's who. If you're an aging running back, go to Baltimore. They'll take, they'll take care of you. Kevin, what are your thoughts on some of those uh, op- opening morning games? I mean, going into it, I had just one thing on the mind, uh, especially when these two teams uh, were going at it. I knew that at the end of the day, end of the game in total, one team is going to have a score higher than the other one. Mm-hmm. And the teams are going to play, and a ball will be thrown, caught, possibly ran. I don't know. <laughs> Chances are. Uh-huh. And I'll say that I saw exactly what I predicted what would happen. And with that being, one team had a higher score. There you so, go. <laughs> I was pretty accurate with it, as usual. Absolutely. What was your impressions of the Chargers mostly sticking to cover two when it wasn't working against the Ravens' uh, play action? i say if you're only covering two, if I remember correctly, there's more than two players on the field at one time. And so, I mean, I'm not a genius on the score. I'm just a connoisseur. 
I would say maybe, I don't want to disrespect the coaches here, but maybe cover the other players on the field at the same time. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Astute advice from Coach Kevin. Like, Moving. Tell him he's wrong. You yeah. Can't. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah. If you only cover two players, you you're missing the other nine. <laughs> exactly. It's just facts. It's just facts. Uh, have them run a cover eleven. Much more effective. Works every time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our Rams Giants. Actually, I don't even want to talk about that. That was a boring game yeah. to watch. Same with the Texans Colts. Uh, one thing to note: T. Y. Hilton's back. He's off of his neck surgery. Uh, let's see if he's still picked up in Riley's Fantasy League. Uh, we'll take a look. Uh, Peyton, you mind checking and seeing if, uh, T.Y. Hilton's still available in the league? Uh, As we're doing... Really poor showing from them. Uh, Kevin, what was your impressions watching that matchup? It was low-key disappointing how the entire state, all every Texan of that state could not hold a candle to that other team, and it actually had to be a fair match. I just did not see that coming. I really thought numbers would be a factor, but clearly wasn't. Um, so it was, I was surprised. That was like probably the most surprising game I saw. There you go. Uh, I think that Kyle has two wide open on his bench. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, he's still available on... He's still available? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton oh, is available. He's listed as questionable. He's projected to get 11 points this week. So oh, someone to keep keep on your radar as the waiver wire process opens up tomorrow. Moving on to a game that burns my soul, Chiefs-Washington. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a tough, tough, tough one to watch nice. as a Washington fan. Um... All hope for the season is over. Fire everyone into the sun. Uh, kill Dan Snyder. I just, I, I'm gonna go on a little bit of mini rant here. Like I've, I've been a Washington fan since I was a little kid. Like bleed burgundy and gold. I've never seen them win a playoff game. I've, the closest I got was RG three, and that magical, magical year, and they killed him on the field. The mm. guy had a blown out knee, and they still sent him out there, knowing that he was crippled to die. Oh gosh! And it's been one thing after another. They have a sex trafficking scandal going against him. The FBI raided their headquarters for performance enhancing drugs. They, in order to obfuscate, in order to cover a smokescreen on that, they decided to retire Sean Taylor's jersey. They announced it three days before the game. Right, no prior announcements being made. This is a legendary defensive player, Sean Taylor, right, mm-hmm. beloved by the franchise. They announced it three days before that they're going to retire his jersey. He's the third Washington fo- football team player ever to have his jersey number retired. It's appalling, dis disgusting. On top of that, Patrick Mahomes walks all over the Washingtons on the field, off the field. His brother walks all over Sean Taylor's memorial number. It was just a ugly, ugly, ugly game. I want nothing to do with it. I hate Patrick Mahomes' brother. I like Patrick Mahomes because he's in one of my other leagues and he scores a lot of points for me. But notwithstanding, oh my God, why am I a Washington fan? And speaking of why are some people's fans, I cannot imagine being a Bears fan. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers lives rent-free in the minds of the N- <laughs> NFC North. Absolutely. Uh, Peyton, I mean, that was amazing. Watching that game, watching that highlight. I sh- showed you that the other night. Tell me about it. So, so first of all, BC Pride. Second of all, Aaron Rodgers. He was 8-1 mm-hmm. in his career against the Bears. Last Sunday was probably the closest the Bears have ever gotten to beating Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers team. Mm-hmm. The fact that it hasn't happened this time, even with all the circumstances within the game, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is still coming out of that game, literally saying, and I quote, I own you. Right. He did. Oh. <laughs> it's, it doesn't really get more disrespectful than that. But is he wrong? He's not wrong at He's all. Not. And honestly, if I was him, I'd be saying the same thing because he was going through a lot out there on the field. That game still. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers buying real estate in the entire city of Chicago because he owns that team. Exactly. Packers beat the Bears 24-14. Moving on. Bengals, Lions. This one's for you, Luke. Big, big, big day for who day? 34 over 11. Man, you just got to feel bad for the Lions now. They got so much heart, and they just keep on getting beaten down. Maybe I should be a Lions fan. <laughs> I, I at least they try. At least they try and keep keep it close. Um, yeah, Bengals looking scary this year. High production there. If you're looking for someone, uh, maybe stay away from the Bengals wide receivers two and three. Jamar Chase is just eating up targets. He is a legend. Breakout rookie season for him. Moving on to. Another soul-crushing day for me. Cardinals, Browns, uh, half my family's Washington fans, the other half's Browns fans. Uh, we got t- tough luck. Baker Mayfield, uh, I-, I think his season's pretty pretty much done. If, he's, uh, if, his not, if his season's not done, I think the Browns' season's done, uh, which is real tough. They're playing against the Red Hot Cardinals. Uh, J.J. Watt, uh, destroyer of QBs. Um, yeah, had Monster Day on defense, shutting down the Browns, Cardinals, white hot, electric hot, doing great. Kevin, what was your thoughts of the game? Um, I was going to leave it at this. The only time I think the Browns are going to go to any bowl is mm-hmm. when I go to the bathroom after this. Oh, okay. And I think that's pretty safe to say that's going to be the case for a while. Harsh, harsh words for the city of Cleveland, but understandable. Tough love. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the game where I didn't want anyone to win. Cowboys-Patriots. <laughs> Cowboys outlast the Patriots in Foxborough mm-hmm. after overtime. And they beat the refs as well. I mean, the amount of, <laughs> amount of hold calls manufactured out of thin air against the Cowboys just to keep the game close was astronomical. Uh... As much as I hate to say it, I think the Cowboys are for real this year. Um, going against Bill Belichick's Patriots defense is no small task, and they've done well. Uh, Cowboys beat Patriots 35-29 in overtime. Mm. Moving on to the Mile High City. Fun fact, the only game last week played west of the Mississippi. <laughs> there you go. You win a trivia bet with that. Damn. Raiders play the Broncos. It was alumni day in Denver. All the greats coming out, trying to help out their Broncos get a win against a rival, take possession 
uh, take the tie for first place in the division. Raiders reeling off the firing of Coach John Gruden. Interim head coach brought in. Many people penciled the Raiders in to fall apart. They did not. They stand tall, 34-24. Big, big win for them. Payne, what are your thoughts on the Raiders? So uh, I'm going to keep this light so that I don't offend uh, some of my coworkers' feelings. Specifically Dylan. But I will say about the Broncos, they're having a better year than what they've had in the past. But... The Raiders are also having a better year than what they've had in the past. Oh. Unfortunately, we've been proven right now that the Broncos are not better than the Raiders. <laughs> right? There you go. Clear as the score says. I yeah, said that. I mean, because that one's like I, I said before, higher the score. Yeah, that means you win the game. You yeah. can't. You can't argue that. That's facts. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah. So I, I feel like I could get into the details about it and really just make my friend feel really bad about himself, but. He already wouldn't give me a hug when he left the bar that day, so it's okay. I Wait. love him still. We well, did lose 50 bucks on that, which is a bummer. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. At least you wanted fantasy that week. Uh, moving on to Seahawks-Steelers. Big, big win for you, Kyle. No, it gave you a little bit of a heart attack on Sunday night, uh, but we could all see overtime coming a mile away. The refs just want those primetime games to go longer because you get more commercials. It's mm-hmm. facts. It's science. Primetime games this year, hammer the over. Hammer the over. Trying to sell tickets, trying to sell merch. Steelers beat the Seahawks 23-20. Moving into last night's game, Bills-Titans. Great one. Great game. Classic. Could have been a playoff Absolutely game. Absolutely great game, man. Derrick Henry is a man amongst boys. He is a refrigerator that runs a 4-5. <laughs> Do you think he should get MVP if the season ended today? Yeah. Yeah? He's two seasons back-to-back right now. He's the defending rushing leader. Yeah. Can't, can't argue that. No. Kevin, what was your impressions watching that game? Well, here's the thing. Though. I'll never forget the Titans. Um, matter of fact, I mean, I love their movie. So I obviously was rooting for them going into this. And... If there's one thing that you know the Titans will do for you that will make you remember them. <laughs> so, the only thing I got off of that game was more memories from the Titans. So, thank you so much. <clears throat> well, there you go. And that is our quarter season week five wrap up. We're going to take a quick break and get back to you guys. And we are. This week's sponsor is Liberty Barber Company, redefining the neighborhood barbershop. Located in downtown Chico by Main Street, Liberty Barber Company is hands down my favorite barbershop in town. Veteran owned and operated, this back to fundamentals barbershop is the real deal. I go there, my friends go there, I cannot recommend them enough. Not only were they voted the best barbershop in town, they back up the award with a discipline and passion for their craft that's unmatched. Make a reservation at libertybarbercompany.com. That's libertybarbercompany.com. Go in, hang out, and see what a traditional barbershops are supposed to be like. And we're back with the back half of Riley's Fantasy Sports. This is the week five wrap-up, brought to you by Long Drink. 
and Liberty Barbershop. We're going to delve away from the NFL into fantasy sports. But before we do so, we're going to check in with Peyton, see who his thug of the week is. All right. So my thug of the week has kind of been my thug of the month. But it's been Justin Tucker. And the reason why is because he smacked a 66-yard field goal, which is the longest in regulation in the history of the NFL, which means that he is the record holder for it. But the crazier thing about it that people don't know about is that he hit a 66-yarder in the game, right? But in pregame, he hit a 72-yarder, which is, like, absolutely ridiculous, insane. Wow. That's four yards more ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to exactly. say, that's, if I'm not mistaken. And so, you know, to be able to kick a ball 72 yards, get it through the uprights. That's, that's, not, that's not even landing 72 yards away. No, that's getting it through the uprights that is 72 yards away. So it realistically probably went, you know, anywhere between Maybe like 75 than, and 80 yards. At least so, a quarter mile. At least, like, yeah. that. <laughs> Whoever has it, if whoever has it, it's still going to this day. But um, yeah, that's that's gonna be my little thug, my little thug of the week, thug of the month. Probably gonna stay being my my little thug. His field goal percentage of all time is ninety point seven percent. That's ridiculous. Oh so gosh. he is an A plus rated kicker. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what, cause like you know, there's this, there's the the saying. You've got one job. Mm-hmm. And he understands that. Yeah, clearly. He yes. understands that. Yeah. And I think that that's amazing. And I think that he is my favorite kicker. So is he the GOAT kicker? Greatest of all time? I would say greatest of all time. You know, attempted, he is 335, and he's made 304. That's. Right. <laughs> wow. That's Holy right. cow. So, you know, he's a honor roll in the kick, kicking society, Dean's List, yeah, all that, you list. know, President's List. If Parents he, are super if he's proud. not the GOAT, he is. In the conversation. Very, very, very true. Like a lamb. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Peyton. Mm-hmm. That's our uh, Justin Tucker, Thug of the Week, Thug of the Month. Um, Kevin, who's your Thug of the Week? Uh, thug of the Week, one thing I don't, I guess I don't give uh, enough credit to, um, I don't think anyone does, but uh, Martha Stewart in general, uh, like people try to forget that she, she did her time in prison, served it, didn't get out of it cheap, she did what she had to do. And she did the crime, and she served the time. So I want to give a shout-out to Martha Stewart, holding it down, keeping it real. No wonder Snoop Dogg messes with her. I would do the same. So that's by far my, by my thug of the week, day, hour, minute, year, you name it. I think it's Martha Stewart. There you go. Solid, solid choice. I think uh, we can all respect Martha. Mm-hmm. And Martha, I think, keep doing your thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Love you, Martha. Uh, I think my thug of the week is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Without a doubt, I think he had the most cold-blooded statement over the weekend telling the stadium and people of Chicago that he has not given up, that he is their daddy, he owns them, he lives rent-free in all of their heads. Aaron Rodgers, he's my thug of the week. That is a baller, baller move. Um, I think moving on to hot takes, hot topics. Uh, that question uh, that we started week one, week two, who would you take, Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers? 
I think it's starting to lean more towards Aaron Rodgers now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek Carr is still having a pretty good season by most most metrics, but Aaron Rodgers is just white hot right now. Yep. Um, Kevin, if you could take a tight end right now in the NFL, any tight end, who would you take? You know, I like my ends tight. So I'd say, oh, gosh, how much time do we have for this? You know what I mean? Um, but if I'm going to take a tight end, I'd say I thought that Brett Favre did absolutely astounding yesterday. So I think I don't, need, I don't think it even needs to be said that he's by far. And I've seen him in those copper fit commercials. And have you, if you look at the jeans he's wearing, <laughs> about to bust out the seams. That is a tight end. Right? Yeah, by far. He's a tight end. There you go. So that, that Brett Favre right now. There you go. Um, yeah. Oh, and, uh, you know, I f- forgot to mention, uh, what was your impressions of NFL Red Zone? Um, I thought that their, their Arnold Schwarzenegger could have been a lot better. It was a little bit too bassy. You know, it was like, I'll be back. It's like, it's a little more higher than that. Um, <laughs> but the Daffy Duck impression, wow. I gotta say, they put the time in and it shows. Um, I love a solid impression like that. And so, was not disappointed. So shout out to them. That was and keep it up. I I, I really look forward to what it is to come from that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. From then we're gonna move on and take a peek at the Riley's Fantasy League. The thing this podcast is all about. Want to give credit to where credit is due. The only unbeaten team, standing tall, standing proud at six wins, zero losses, a perfect. Perfect one point triple zero winning percentage with a 95% chance to make the playoffs this year in sole possession of first place. The Las Vegas Rollers, talking about you, Moy, you are leading the league six in a row. You're doing things right, man. And we're gonna roll right on down to the bottom. Giving my condolences to Johnny and Pacheco. Oh, oh boy. Winless. Poor winless, guy. winless, winless. And we're looking at d- different stats here. Uh, Pacheco, you're just more unlucky. You've had one of the highest points against scored in, in the league. That's just bad, bad luck. Uh, Johnny, uh, get it together, man. You, <laughs> You, you got you got some work to do. Um, other than that, pretty good week so far. A uh, lot of parity in this league. The only person that's uh, definitely out of playoff contention right now is uh, Pacheco. He's standing at 0% chance of making the playoffs. He's been mathematically eliminated. Uh, the people with still a chance, Team Ronnie Johnny, Johnny Cole, you got a 1% chance of making it. Puto Pero Furman, you're also looking at a one percent chance, man. It's uh, you're not out, but uh, it's uh, it's basically over. Yeah. Same same with you, Kyle. Two uh, percent playoff probability. It's a tough tough place to be in. Uh, moving on from that, uh, at the top of the league, it's uh, pretty pretty close. Most teams sitting at four and four and two. It's going to be a tight, tight playoff race down down the finish, and this week coming up is going to be really tough. A lot of top-scoring teams going on their bye week. Uh, Bills are on it for one. 
as well as I believe the Vikings also take their bye week as well. So uh, shout out to anyone that owns Josh Allen's, Stefan Diggs, and Brandon Cook. Like me and my other league, it's real, real tough right now. <laughs> but we're going to make it through, and we're going to find a way for a scrappy win because that's what good fantasy teams do. Oh, yep. They find ways to win. Yep. They look at available players on the waiver wire and make those deals count. Oh, Speaking of deals, we want to shout out one of our sponsors, Long Drink. The Long Drink the number one selling drink in America right now for gin drinks. It is selling out like hotcakes at Riley's. I know the last two days we've gotten shipments both days. They've sold out before 6 p.m. both days. If you haven't tried a long drink, head on down to Riley's before they're gone and see what all the hype is about. Thank you to Long Drink for sponsoring this podcast. And we're going to wrap up with our predictions for this coming week. So, I don't know if you've seen how this works, Kevin, but we're going to go with each pick. We're going to give our impressions of who we think is going to win, as well as score. Okay. Okay? Okay. Following? Okay. Ready? So, opening up Thursday night game, Packers-Cardinals. Who do you have? Oh, oh, oh. easy. I'm going to say Packers, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sad to say the score is going to be, I'd say, a solid 52 and a half and <laughs> seven. There you go. A lopsided defeat of the undefeated Cardinals, uh, losing to the 52 and a half point favorite Packers. There you go. Moving on to Sunday. We have the Panthers mm-hmm. against the Falcons. Who do you think oh, wins God. that matchup? Atlanta Falcons? The, yeah, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Okay, Panthers 7, Falcons 3 squared. Okay. <laughs> Falcons taking it just by an inch, 7 to 9, if, I, if my math is right. Mm-hmm. 3 squared, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not a mathematician. There you go. Young Hoku doing Korea proud with those three field goals. Moving on to Titans Colts Sunday 10 a.m. Who do you have? Hmm. Gosh. Okay, I'm gonna say for Titans, I'm gonna say Pie. Okay. Uh, Colts. I'm gonna go with whew, square root of 67. Yeah. Easy. Okay. So Colts. That's easy. Taking the win with seven back seven root two. If I got that right. Ballpark, yeah. Over the Titans. I'm oh, sorry, football stadium. Three, <laughs> three field goal, or just the one field goal. So Derrick Henry just falls down at the one yeah. once, and then they kick a field goal, and yeah. they decide, oh, that's enough scoring for us. As they always do. Exactly. All right, moving on. Dolphins, Bills. Who do you have? I'm going to say 0-0. I feel like some conflict's going to happen, and the game's just not going to go. 0-0 zero, zero tie. <laughs> Between one of the most electric offenses in the NFL and a hapless Dolphins team from Miami. So you were saying that there's going to be a riot inside of that, that game? I will not be able to complete the, fu- the football game. No, you that's never the thing. Know if it's a happen. forfeit, it's like a 2-0 forfeit. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So it has to literally be a tie, go through fourth quarters, plus overtime with no one scoring. Yes. That's a bold choice. Or the game just doesn't happen. Or it just doesn't happen. Because some things just aren't meant to be. There you go. It's like right. me and Trina. Oh. Anyway, let's go. Oh. Sorry, Kev. 
Um, it's okay. We got Bengals, Jets. Who do you have? <sighs> Bengal Tigers. This is going to be a stupid number. Versus so Maryland like, Jet. I, I mean, Maryland Jet. I know they're giving you guys pretty real, realistic scores, uh, but I'm, I guess I'm going to be a little silly here. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 28-14. 28 I know that's that is I, I'm sorry that's kind of ridiculous to think that the Jets I know. put up 14 points this year but how are you going to put 11 Jets in the football stadium how <laughs> exactly. it's just not that's just fit. on the field like where's the rest of the team that game it could be private you don't know <laughs> two engines yeah. two engines little Cessna Jets yeah, yeah. Little, little small ones RC you never know alright Steelers Browns oh I feel bad for the Browns gosh Two injured quarterbacks just going at it. Yeah, they're just they're the Browns are gonna suit up that day. They're gonna have the intentions of winning, all right? Mm-hmm. I believe that they're gonna do everything that they can mm-hmm. to win. But even with all that being said and done, and I believe in their execution to do that, mm-hmm. yeah, they're gonna lose. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Big Ben no, comes good. into Cleveland <laughs> and defeats the Browns. <sighs> Tough. Getting beat by a clock I'll tower. I say a dividend of like 21 points, probably. Well, when you're a you clock tower, that's pretty yeah. easy. <clears throat> kind of. I, mean, I will say, Miles Garrett, you're a scary human. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Miles Garrett gets his hands on Big Ben mm-hmm. and really rattles him. That could have a factor in the game. It's his yeah. whole job, you know? Bit. I mean, remember what happened last time the Steelers played the Browns? No, I do not. What happened? Was that when that that kick happened? Miles, no, when Miles Garrett took, oh took the helmet and oh my goodness! For those of you watching that. at home, Peyton just stood up. Yes, yes, I just stood up and looked towards the ceiling because I do remember Miles Garrett ripping off that guy's helmet and then hitting him with it. Mason oh, Royal. I actually did see that. Yeah, okay, I do remember. Yeah. yeah, that was a conflict. Yeah, there was. Let's hope there was counseling afterwards. I thought like there's some stuff that's like under the surface there. You know what I mean? I think it's still unresolved, Kevin. Oh well, I hope. Well, you know what? I I almost don't want to see a football game. I want to see two chairs in a room yeah. with just those two guys talking. No helmets involved. <laughs> no helmets involved. At that's all. all I want. Now that's that is that's a face off right there. Pure blood sport at that point. Exactly, but with heart. But with heart. All right. Okay. Who wins between an Eagles and Lions? All right, I'm saying it. Lions, Lions take their first win of the season yeah, against the Eagles. Lions. Okay, good. It'll give they, Eminem something to rap about. So they, <laughs> they have something to prove. Dan Campbell is a football guy. He's a football coach. I love that Lions team. I always root for them. I think I'm just now a Lions fan. Yeah, um, so Lions. that's the way it goes. Um, Rams, Texans. Hmm, just put out some good cars recently. <laughs> I'm going with Rams. I'm going to say Rams. I'm say Rams, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Rams, I'm thinking, take take the over on this. The Texans are a professional football team. They like to score. They have dignity. They uh, got blanketed last week. I think it's their, their turn. Tucked in. To, yeah. It's their turn to lay out exactly. some ass whooping. Mm-hmm. 49ers, Bears. Taking the under on this. Bears defense. I'm saying Bears. Really solid. Oh, fuck the Niners. I'm, I'm going to say 49ers. Joe Montana has been spectacular. I was yeah. looking at the highlight reel not too long ago. Wow. Yeah. So, no, I have faith in them. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I I don't know. I'll if I'm betting, I'm taking the Niners just on recency bias. Uh, Bears defense is pretty good, but Justin Fields uh, his passing ability um, a lot to be desired so far. Patriots Chargers. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. I'm gonna say Patriots because actually, I mean, not, I watch every game, of course. Mm-hmm. That one I just watched a little more mm-hmm. intense, and that was fun to watch. It seemed like a very exciting team, mm-hmm. and I feel like I see how there's a lot of chemistry. So I, I have faith in them. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Pats. There you go. Um, I got the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert had an off game against a very good Ravens defense. Um, it will definitely be challenging for Herbert, but. The Chargers are at home. Uh, if it was in Foxborough, I think the Patriots would have won out. I don't think, can't remember the last time they lost two home games in a row. Um, but I'm thinking Chargers by, uh, by more than eight um, against the Patriots. Jaguars Seahawks. This is just a week of not fun matchups. Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah, like. God, I'm looking forward to seeing the Chargers play. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll fucking say Seahawks. DK, DK Metcalf, you know, he yeah. probably he can probably beat the Jaguars on his own. Yeah. I want to see DK Metcalf get in on defense. Yeah. Didn't he have a run in with Shannon Sharp today? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know My apologies. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. But, uh, no, I want to see DK get in on defense. Obviously, that'll never happen. It's just he's such a great athlete. Mm-hmm. I really would like to see him come down and hit somebody like Cam Chancellor used to. Yeah. You know, but, hmm. yeah, I'd probably just say Seahawks. I'll take Seahawks, too. I, I might have to say Jags. Oh, there you um, go. Because uh, they have Alta Rosas, correct? And if I remember correctly, he's a kicker for them. Yeah, no, yeah. Rosas. He was, he, uh, he was in my Algebra 2 class. Really nice you guy. Know, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, well, I, let me tell you a little story. Oh, no, 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 I know. I heard that. I don't want to get too much into it because of someone's reputation. However, I have heard some things, but um, he let me borrow a pencil once, and so I think that deserves a solid W. There you go. So, uh, Aldrich, he was a good guy when I first met him. Oh, no. And then, one night, he had some drinks in him, and it's okay. Happened to everybody. He was asked to leave, and he did not like it, and that's all I will say. Oh, and then there was other things as well. Yes. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, there was, but we'll I'm not on. trying to shit on anybody. But yeah. that pencil, though. Anyway, we'll move on to the Bucks Saints. Was it mechanical or wooden? I don't want to get into politics, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I gotta know. Bucks Saints. Who you got? Uh, Bucks Saints. Chase from Hill, <clears throat> favorite player. Bucks having the greatest quarterback of all time. But Giannis has just been on fire. What? Coming off an MVP season. You're right. You got to take the Bucks. I would be stupid if I did not choose the Bucks. Exactly. All righty. Well, that's easy. Uh, Washington Broncos. Uh, Broncos take the W. Washington go die in a hole. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they can figure out. Dan Snyder, I hope you lose everything in life. Well, well, what's, what's their team name again? What's the Washington football team's name? They're the football team. No, I, I, I know that, but what, what, what's their team name? Uh, they are WFT. They are the football team. 
Washington. You know, if you don't want to tell me what it is, it's fine. Let's just move on. You know what? It'll be a secret that eludes you. Speaking of eluding, the Cowboys will take on the Vikings. Um, uh, gosh, I hate this timeline. I think the Cowboys beat, beat the Vikings. Uh, Cowboys just came off of a win at Foxborough. Yeah. They are the real deal. They Cowboys have been fans. playing really good football lately. I uh, I hate to see it. Everyone hates to see it. Um, this timeline is terrible. Speaking of terrible, our Monday night matchup is somehow the New York Football Giants against the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow! And that is Monday night prime time football. That's just this week. Not gonna be enjoyable. Huh. I wonder if there's like any like. Like tennis on that night, we can watch. Yeah. There's probably hockey. Or hockey, yeah. You'd be surprised. Watch hockey. About that. We just watch hockey Monday yeah. instead of that Maybe game. Found, well, another thing a lot of people don't believe is that curling is actually uh, all year round. Really? Yeah. No, that's one thing I found out that that is insane. So, uh, this, I forget we have the Vancouver Boobers uh, go. going against, I think it was the Aussie Bites. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I think if you have weddings this weekend, if you want to go apple picking, <laughs> if see you, your kids, if, yeah, if you have family that you need to visit, or you if know, you have just like any general chore or any basic you know errand that you need done, go you, walk your fish. You, you definitely go do that. This yeah, weekend. you will not be missing anything. You're not missing anything. And with that, we're gonna wrap up our quarter season review. This has been Riley's Fantasy Sports. I want to thank you guys all for listening. If you liked today's podcast, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're sponsored by Long Drink Company and Liberty Barbershop. I want to thank them. If you'd like to come out and sponsor this podcast, uh, uh, get in line. Uh, we're booked up. Uh, Peyton, you got anything to close with? Yeah, honestly, just don't watch football this weekend, guys. Just uh, just go do anything else, like anything else. Like seriously, like make write a book, write a book. Don't read one, write one. All yeah. right. Pursue, that would be more productive. pursue your passions. Kevin, yeah. any closing thoughts for us? Um, not much. I have like this mole on my back. And I'm just going to put out there, it, it, it's, it's, there's no elevation, however, it's just, it is irritating. So if anyone has any notes, uh, please help. Thank you. Yeah, please help Kev with that. Thanks. All right. Good night. We love you guys.